Stop being so chipper. <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> Thank so, you so much, uh, Hillary. Good things going on, I think, in the world. I think that's what that's the bottom line. No, I can all take from this. No, I, you know, I'm not at DEFCON one yet. Are no. you? No, no, one and a half. Yeah, <laughs> you're one and a half, not two. Yeah, well, two is uh, mm. it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, one <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> yeah, can we get to zero? Can we get to negative one to where right? It goes down the more. Mm defensive you become right yeah mm-hmm. what should where should it be when you know that they're surveilling you <laughs> defcon now oh, yeah DEFCON yeah. now. Yeah. uh the uh situation up in canada is remarkable and we're going to go through some of the audio and video of what happened over the weekend um and parliament should be coming back today but as a Canadian sports celebrity, I, I've, uh, I know people are waiting to hear what I have to say about this. They, they, they don't like you in Canada. What are you talking about? You are a sports celebrity that caught a ball yeah, at a game. exactly. The catch. The catch. That's what they call it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what they call it. And they, they remember it not fondly. Oh, I disagree with that. I think yeah. they, they, they remember it very fondly. Yeah. I mean, I remember it very fondly. Uh-huh. So okay, anyway. They probably uh, do, too. So we also want to take your phone calls today. Like to hear what you are feeling and what you'd like to know. National intelligence says that uh, Russia is planning an extremely violent invasion of Ukraine uh, and that Putin has already made a list of those who are naughty and nice and the naughty ones are going to uh, camps. Not sure if those are summer camps or not uh, and and or be executed. However, that's our intel. I know I don't believe Russia. I don't think I believe us either. I have no idea. And if it was really that bad, we as a nation, we really send Kamala Harris to take care of it? I don't think that was a good idea. We also have been watching all weekend long, I think, the horror show in Canada. We're going to take your phone calls today. I really want to hear from you. What are you feeling? What are you thinking about? How can we help you? What have we missed? I really want to connect with you today at 888-727-BECK. We open up our phones and we talk about Canada in 60 seconds. Uh, I'm a simple man. You know, everyone I know who says that I'm a simple man, Bill O'Reilly, not really a simple man. No, not really a simple man. I'm a simple man. Wouldn't you agree? Stu, I am fully would agree that you're simple. I I put my pants on, you know. Simpleton. What? Simpleton is another word I've used to describe you. I don't think those. Over and over again. 
make the anyway uh you know as i as i go and drift away uh to la la land i love my pillow i got it from mypillow.com mike lindell brought it to me and uh he was thinking about doing some advertisement and i slept on it and the day of the meeting i had to tell him i don't think i can take your advertising because i don't like my pillow and he said so what do you think of my pillow I said, uh, you know, I, I, and he said, wow, you really don't like it. I said, no. He said, you have the small one, don't you? I said, I don't know. He said, let me get you the other one. I slept on it last night. I love it. My pillow. Get all kinds of discounts now at mypillow.com and you'll get a copy of his free book on your purchase. Just use the promo code Beck. Just go to mypillow.com. Promo code Beck, 800 966 3117. Okay, can we just, uh, let me just, let me just, wow, give you some uh, video and some pictures and some audio of, of what happened up in Canada. The Canadian p- police uh, sent horses in to trample the protesters. Here they are. Cut to. Come on through. What is happening here? Wow, what is this lady doing? Trampling, trampling horses. Trampling, They just trampled this lady. Well, this is a woman. They just trampled that lady. They this woman had a walker. Trampled that lady. They just fully trampled that lady. There's the lady. There's the lady that was trampled. This is really, this is beautiful stuff. The uh, police all in their riot gear. And unlike when you see Antifa, the protesters are not in uh, riot gear. They're wearing their, what do they call those hats? Are those toques? Is that what they call them? I cannot confirm or deny Uh, knowledge of those hats. I don't know. The hats or the coats Mm -hmm. or something uh, Mm -hmm. called, I don't know. It's been too long since I've been up around Canada. Um, but uh, they sent the horses in. Now, do you remember when we had illegals crossing our border and the Border Patrol sent horses in? They were whipping the people. They were trampling the people. Oh, the humanity. Now, not a peep. Not a peep. These are taking these huge horses into a crowd. The woman that they trampled had a walker. Rumor was that she's dead. Uh, The truckers report today that she's still in the hospital and she is alive. Um, Let's just uh, let me show you cut one Canadian police knee a man during an arrest. I don't know if you saw this video. Go ahead and play it. With their trucks, if that is indeed but they're their, dragging their them out. I think we're seeing and another arrest there. Yeah, right? I was yeah. just going yeah. to and interject there and just say, yes, I want, I want to bring to our viewers' Look attention that. that we're watching live images right now of what is happening in Ottawa, and it appears that there is another arrest. Uh, you know, as Rosemary also mentioned, we're watching officers, law enforcement, start moving in. Just kneeing the guy. Mm-hmm incredible i mean and they also seem to uh, to hide him in between vehicles so that he can't be yeah. seen like they can't you, this happens to be an overhead shot so you can see it but it seemed like they were trying to hide it as well i mean it's it's really amazing now here's the ottawa police chief cut four listen to what he says 
The protesters at this point, uh, you know, uh, retreat and go home. Uh, are they going to be getting sort of repercussions down the road? Or are you going to be sort of actively pursuing the people that you've been sort of documenting and filming who are still out there protesting? What are your plans after this, uh, after the protest is over? Thank you. It's a great question. And the simple answer is yes. If you are involved in this protest, we will actively look to identify you and follow up with financial sanctions and criminal charges. Absolutely. We, this investigation will go on for months to come. It has many, many different streams, both from a federal uh, financial level, from a provincial licensing level, from a criminal code level, from a municipal breach of court order, breach of court injunction level. This is unbelievable. It will be a complicated and time consuming um Just investigation stop. that will stop this is incredible this already the january 6th protest is the largest investigation in fbi history did you know that no wow. the largest investigation in fbi history hmm. what is he saying he's saying this is going to go on for months we're acting in exactly the same way. The only thing is, is that, well, they have him as a police officer. Uh, do you know who he is? He was, he replaced the real Ottawa police chief. The Ottawa police chief that was there quit last week, said, I'm not doing that. No way. Did you even hear that in the news? He quit and said, I, I, I can't be a part of this. So he quit Who's this guy? Where did Trudeau find this guy? This is the police chief that Canada just got out of court with. Canada had to pay millions of dollars in a lawsuit in a judgment against them because this guy was in charge of the G20 summit and the protesters, many of them Antifa, the protesters were there and they acted like they are now in Ottawa. The protesters sued and they won millions of dollars. Canada just settled this because they were violating people's rights and using uh, too much violence. The violence wasn't justified. So Trudeau takes the guy who won't do it. Fine, I accept. And gets the guy he knows will be brutal and puts him in. This is remarkable. When you see the video of these people, they are just they're they're not doing anything. They're not doing anything. All they are is peacefully protesting. By the way, also over the weekend on the other side of Canada, British Columbia, Axe-wielding eco-terrorists attacked a pipeline, shooting flare guns at frightened workers and causing millions of dollars in damage. Where was Justin Trudeau? Focused on Ottawa. 20 attackers wearing camouflage and masks surrounded the coastal gas link. The workers early in the morning and what the company called a highly planned and dangerous unprovoked assault. No injuries were reported, but the eco warriors came from several different directions. In one of the most concerning acts, an attempt was made to set a vehicle on fire while workers were inside. 
The attackers also wielded axes, swinging them at vehicles through the truck's window. Flare guns were also fired at the workers. Workers fled the site for their own safety and remained shaken by this violent incident. Are we going to do anything about him? Is that or is Canada? Are you okay with that? Is that totally cool? By the way, I just want to show you how crazy this world is. You remember Quintez Brown? Last week, he tried to assassinate the Jewish mayoral candidate in Kentucky. And everybody in the press was sympathetic. He's been bailed out by Black Lives Matter because he has privilege. He has BLM privilege. He's a celebrated gun control advocate, again, arrested last week trying to shoot someone. He's a gun control advocate anointed a rising star by the Obama Foundation. He was an honored guest on Joy Reid's MSNBC show, granted a biweekly opinion column in the Louisville Colonel, uh, uh, Courier-Journal. Um, he is race-based, anti-cop. According to Andy No, um, Brown's social media accounts show a disturbing allegiance to anti-Semitic causes such as the Lion of Judah Armed Forces, an armed black nationalist group which is linked to the virulent anti-Semitic black Hebrew Israelites. One of the bullets he allegedly fired from a Glock handgun at a mayoral candidate came so close it grazed his sweater. None of this is a problem for GoFundMe, apparently. You can't raise money for the Canadian truckers, but they never, never interfere with BLM's cash. So the January Sixers, they can't get any bail. They're vilified as domestic terrorists, banned from crowdfunding resources. Canadian truckers, same. But nobody has doxed the donors of the BLM Louisville Community Bail Fund. Nobody. Instead, they're okay. It's BLM. Even though $30 million has gone missing from the coffers of BLM. Despite the dodgy tax status, despite the personal real estate spending spree of the founder, despite the complaints that BLM gave little financial support to families of black people killed by police, despite the fact that their riots injured or blinded more than 2,000 police officers, resulted in the deaths of two dozen people, property damage worth more than a billion dollars, they're okay. They're okay. You can bail out Quintez Brown. But we better continue our search, FBI, for those dangerous people who might have voted for Donald Trump. Um, let me tell you about LifeLock. By the way, um, you know, speaking of Donald Trump, did you hear that they said, uh, who was it? The, I think it was the chief of police last week of Ottawa said that we had to uh, if you voted for Donald Trump, if you were a Trump supporter, you better look out because they're coming for you too. The Ottawa police are coming. <laughs> really? Are they a lot of Trump supporters in Canada? In Canada apparently a lot mm. of Trump supporters in Canada. In fact, Justin Trudeau uh, over the weekend, uh, he said, he said this. I don't know what it means. I don't speak French, so I don't know what it means. But LifeLock is our sponsor. Cybercrime is on the rise. Uh, 
now you've got a real problem. I mean, you got the government spying on you. You've got hackers spying on you. The hackers could be from Russia. I mean, it's a potpourri of people trying to get your information. It's fantastic. Our information is online every day, and you're not going to catch everything. Nobody can. Uh, but LifeLock is there, and I think they're the best in the business. They um, will watch, especially the dark web, to see if any of your information is available. If it is, they alert you, and they have a team to help clean it all up. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Promo code BECK. Save 25%. 10 seconds. Station ID. By the way, we will not use the hack data to contact people that uh, donated to the Freedom Convoy. But if you donated and are unafraid of retribution from the banks or the media or your employer or whomever, uh, call in or tell us um, your experience and what you think people need to know. You can call us today, 888-727-BCK, or you can write to us. We won't use your information. Uh, Glenbeck.com slash contact. Yeah. And if you don't, we'll come to your house and we'll shake you down for the information. Yeah. We have it. So it's, we'll just we'll use the hack data if you don't respond. Right. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. like Justin Trudeau said. So he's so eloquent. I, I, that's the thing. I, with you him. know, I think it's a beautiful language. It really French is. is a beautiful language. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, let me let me go to the phones now. Occupied French. Yeah, that's occupied. That's French. occupied French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a different dialect. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Delio in Canada. Is that how you say your name? It's Delio, Glenn. Delio, how are you, sir? I'm good, Glenn. Uh, pleasure to talk to you. I've been listening to you for at least 18 years. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. Me, too. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel for you. you. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, um, I'm just sickened. I was crying watching videos of this this crap that was going on in Ottawa. I don't know if you saw, Glenn, one of the protesters uh, being arrested was getting hit by the butt of an M16. I didn't see that. being arrested in the, in the head. Jeez. Um, I'm just, I was literally crying. Um, I felt a little beck in me and started crying every time I saw something. <laughs> and, I, I have to tell uh, you, I, if I were Canadian, uh, I wouldn't know what to think today i mean this the the police were uh it was brutal. it was just brutal just brutal and that toronto police service uh horse that ran over that woman there's not going to be any peace until there's justice i'll tell you that right now glenn they're just going to keep coming i'm i i'm telling you um from what i've seen on on social media we are pissed and rightly so and we are going to keep coming. So tell me what that means, because if you retaliate in any kind of non-Martin Luther nope. King sort of way, there's trouble. You lose. We no, lose. Not, yeah, no, not violence. We're just going to keep coming and protesting until there is justice for that woman that got trampled. And by the way, a native, a native Indian woman. Jeez. Um, and our, our governor general, she's a native Indian woman. 
I know she's her office that they've been inundated by phone calls um, to the point where they just said, please uh, uh, don't call uh, to send emails to get, you know, uh, to try to get Justin out. We can't here in America. We don't know who to trust up there at all. We've been watching Rebel News. Um, we see the the coverage, what coverage we do see. Uh, from any kind of, you know, quote, legitimate source. Um, we don't believe, at least I don't believe. What What are the people saying? What is the mood of the people, generally speaking? We are frustrated. We are, we're sick and tired of these mandates. Um, Doug Ford, our premier here, he totally changed his story. Um, now it's like, oh no, we, we can't continue with this. We, we must go on. This is, you know, everybody wants these masks off. So March 1st, there's no, there's not going to be any passport mandate or, um, you know, no need to show passports to get right. in. There's not going to be any, uh, capacity limits now. And it, you know, and that's great. That's great. But he changes tune. like, it, it just, need, it, we need to show up. And, and, and the, I don't know, the mentality of the people is we're, was sick and tired of this crap hmm. and it's not going to stop. I wish you all the best. And we pray for Canada. We prayed as a family last night for, um, not just, uh, the people on the front lines, but all of, uh, Canada and all of Canadians, including Trudeau. Uh, he really needs to wake up and see the light. Cause there is, not an awakening. There is an awakening happening uh, in the West, all over the country. Thanks for your call. Um, we are going to talk to a guy who was actually there over the weekend. Um, he is uh, with um, uh, Rebel News, but he was—he's a video journalist, and he was with the trucker convoy and actually witnessed all of these things. Um, he can tell us about the police, how the police were um, behaving. They smashed the windows of drivers who decided they weren't going to get out. Um, they arrested arrested people left and right. Uh, I don't know what their fates are. Uh, and now they're saying that they're going to continue to go after anybody who played any role in this and cut them off financially. It's truly terrifying. This is a... This is a, uh, a social credit score, really, that is happening in Canada. More in just a second. The Glenn Back Program. If the truckers have taught us anything, it is that we are infinitely more powerful when we stand up together. And the same goes for supporting businesses that believe in this country and your right to live free. That's why I am proud to partner with Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider, and I want you to do it as well. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same cell towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great coverage, plus you have the peace of mind knowing that your money is supporting things like the right to free speech. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and they're 100% based customer service team is the best 
More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and veterans and first responders. So go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Save now and get free activation with the promo code Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. The Great Reset, the brand new book by Glenn Beck, available. Get the first chapter free at glensnewbook.com. Lincoln Jay, he is a video journalist for Rebel News. He was with the trucker convoy in Canada, uh, and he saw it firsthand. Lincoln, welcome. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. How's it going? Uh, it's good. So tell me, tell me uh, what happened. Is is there any? Um, was there any reported real violence? Was were there any of these protesters that were out of hand at all? Well, <clears throat> I can tell you that I was on the ground since the 28th of January, so I've been here for quite a bit. I was here for the duration of the truckers convoy in Ottawa. And I've described it previously as a, a family environment. Uh, no exaggeration. There was kids bouncing on bouncy castles. There was they had food tents set up uh, across the city in the downtown core, where they were feeding anybody in need, not just supporters, the truckers, but even if you were just a homeless person in the city, just so, simply someone in need. They were feeding everybody. So it's really crazy to see how the the legacy media is, is in Canada is trying to spin this into something it's not and uh, is the 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 people seem to be okay with it at first the canadian people and then they got a little pissy because of the you know the bridges etc and then they seem to get angry with trudeau for not doing anything and now he's he's really done something what do the average canadians feel about this how is this playing to the average person in canada to be honest, it's it's really hard to judge. Like you said, at first, it seemed like everyone was on board. But then people, a lot of people started to feel like it was like it was time for them to leave. What I can tell you is that the locals in Ottawa, from what I've experienced on the ground, just walking around and being here, is that like I would say about half of the locals I've talked to in Ottawa are on board with it. And half just wanted them out, like we're like... They, were just, they just thought it was time to leave after the first weekend. But so I the, can only tell you. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, but out of those half, did they think that this was justified to get them out? Um, you know what? I can't comment on that because since since the Emergencies Act, since we saw the police enforcement that we saw over the past uh, three days, the city is completely like blocked off they, they now say it's a red zone so there's police checkpoints all over and you really can't come into the red zone which is like a big chunk of the downtown core unless you live or work in the area so honestly it's like it's like a ghost town in ottawa so i haven't really been able to assess the situation other than what i'm seeing on uh, on television through uh, mainstream media outlets and honestly it seems like a lot of people think that it was justified the way they uh, took the protesters out Jeez. and that's just what i'm gauging so tell me what you saw. Well, what I saw, like I said, was a peaceful, peaceful protest with no acts of violence that I saw with my own eyes. So 
for almost three weeks. And then everyone had a feeling that there was going to be uh, some sort of heavy police enforcement. And then all of a sudden we got a phone call and we said there's about 200 cops outside of the Westin Hotel, which is a hotel not far from Parliament Hill. And then it was basically like a flick of a switch. They just went all out. I've never seen such uh, police enforcement in my life. It was uh, it was intense. Pepper spray, tear gas canisters. As I'm sure you heard, my uh, my colleague Alexa Lebrot got shot point blank in the leg with a uh, with a rifle that shoots out tear gas canisters. So oh my gosh! It it was it was nuts. And they were also stopping journalists from recording. I've I've seen some really nasty um, footage of the cops trying to shut journalists down. Yeah, so there's a gentleman by the name of Andrew Lawton from True North. He got pepper sprayed uh, in the face. And then there's countless independent journalists here that, you know, just have their phone out and they're live streaming. And on the uh, Saturday night, there was a block party. And uh, so basically the protesters got pushed out of the, the street, Wellington Street, that runs right in front of Parliament Hill. So then they kind of regrouped and there was just like a, it was basically just like a, a dance party. They're just playing music and the police, we saw the same strategies. The police basically formed a line and they tried to just aggressively push this whole crowd out. And in the process, they were literally shooting people's phones. I saw, talked to two people who had their phones shot out of their hands with rubber bullets. Oh my gosh. Um, the, um, the fact that these people the police say now that uh, they are going to continue this investigation and anyone involved is going to be debanked. Uh, What are people saying in the, in the protest? Are they worried about these things? Well, I can tell you firsthand um, for a fact that it is happening. Um, I spoke with a gentleman who, uh, who traveled here from Winnipeg to Ottawa to, in support of the truckers and I'm assuming that he just donated some money etc and uh, he his bank account is frozen I've done a full report on him and uh, he has no access to his funds he cannot make the debit purchase he can't use his credit card can't take out money can't send any sort of wire transfers it's he's it's completely frozen and the the bank there there's just no transparency with how long it's going to be frozen for or anything so he's kind of just left in the dark with no access to his funds he's got bills to pay he's got a mortgage he's got a daughter and ultimately he has to get home back home to winnipeg so he tells me he's all right but it's just it's nuts and i can confirm that that is happening how is he going to how's he gonna get home that's the question, you know, and that was the question, too, with, you know, if they seize all these truckers trucks, right, if they freeze their bank accounts, these, these, a lot of the truckers, the gentlemen driving the trucks, the women driving the trucks, they've driven across the country, you know, they've driven three, four days to get here. So if they're freezing their bank accounts, they're taking their rigs, they have basically nothing. How are they supposed to get home? I don't know, but I, I think we should. I, I watched these guys, and they were peaceful. They were rational. Um, they were creating a family atmosphere. Everything that I've seen and heard about these guys, you know, this nonsense of the, of the Nazi flags, there was one, and the protesters kicked that guy out, and he was the only one with his face fully covered. 
Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is that? And we haven't found that guy. Um, this was not a Nazi rally. Uh, this was a freedom rally. And I, I think we should we should offer them a, a, a sanctuary here in the United States, quite honestly. Yeah, um, I I can't reiterate enough. I cannot express enough how how peaceful the environment was here. I, I've honestly never seen anything like it. It was three weeks of straight protests every day, and the streets of Ottawa were completely clean, like this, just completely clean. You had it's the temperatures are freezing here. There's a lot of snow. You had countless protesters, supporters shoveling the streets of shoveling snow on the streets of Ottawa. And like I said earlier, they were literally handing out food to anybody, anybody. It did not matter. So the fact that Justin Trudeau has literally stated that the people involved in the truckers convoy in Ottawa were stealing food from the homeless, it could not be any further from the truth. I don't know where. I simply don't know where he's getting his information from. Lincoln, how does this end? Does Parliament meet today? (laughs) Well, what I can tell you is that Justin Trudeau is having a press conference where I'm assuming he's going to address uh, the events that took place over the weekend and the, and ultimately the clearing out of the convoy. So on the streets of Ottawa right now, four days ago, it was filled with trucks, filled with trucks. Wellington street again, which is the street right in front of the parliament of Canada, just filled with trucks today. It is completely empty. So uh, my honest opinion on where this goes is, I think Trudeau is probably just going to continue on with how he's been acting and and what he's been doing. He seems to take no responsibility. He doesn't want to, he didn't want to negotiate, talk to the truckers, meet them halfway in any way. He just stuck to his principles, stuck to his agenda, whatever that is, and uh, he keeps moving forward. So it's tough to predict where this is going to go. Uh, Lincoln, thank you very much. Stay safe. And uh, and uh, tell all the truckers and anybody you meet to keep their chin up. They've done a great job keeping it peaceful and letting the world see who the real fascists are. Thank you so much, Lincoln. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Glenn. Really quick, guys. If you want to check out our coverage on the ground in Ottawa, we have a website called ConvoyReports.com. There you can see what actually took place here in Ottawa. Thanks a lot. ConvoyReports.com. By the way, um, we we have Trudeau. He's... The press conference is started, I guess. We're just going to have to wait for the translation because, again, I don't speak French, so I don't don't know exactly what he was saying. But he didn't sound happy, did he? That was uh, interesting. Yeah, he was he was getting his day started on the right foot, I think. Yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, a little good. coffee early yeah. in the morning. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's an early riser. Right yeah, he here. is, and, uh, and a vegan, and a vegan. Wow. Yeah. Uh, when it comes down to improving the look of your home, what's your strategy? Do you have the artistic eye? You know, or you can just walk into a room and say, you know what will make this room pop? Curtains. Uh, I, you know, I don't. I don't have. I mean, I do and I don't. I don't know what will actually look good until I put it up. And you can't do curtains like that, you know. Um, however, however, blinds.com has a little device that can can show it to you that way uh and when we were getting curtains for our bedroom uh we went to blinds.com and they said just we were on facetime just take pictures and uh we'll throw them up on the really yeah you could see it easy easy everything is easy that's why they've got about what is it forty thousand five star 
reviews on blinds.com they're the best and they are having a sale right now 35 percent off site-wide blinds.com 35 percent off rules and restrictions may apply it's blinds.com the glenn back program wendy in florida welcome to the glenn beck program hello hi hello um, uh, I probably have a different opinion of the whole trucker thing, but I just want to preface it by saying that I absolutely positively think that what they did was amazing. There has never been anything done like that on that scale. And I was rooting for them until I realized they're playing right into the, right into the hands of these globalists, which is what Trudeau is. He doesn't have to care what they what they say or do about him because he's got this world economic forum behind him. It's obvious, but I think, um, you know, uh, I've heard that the, uh, us truckers are thinking of doing the same thing, but you're just rounding yourselves up to be shot like fish in a barrel. And that's exactly what happened. The other thing is too, they interrupted their supply chain and their food chain and lost their equipment, which is exactly what would be wanted by this global order. All right, um, Wendy, I just accelerated it. I think that um, I think you may be right. I'm concerned about the U.S. truckers thing, uh, because now if there's already a playbook on how to deal with it. Um, and I don't know who's running that. I don't really know who was running this, but this one seemed to be a real family affair up there. And you're right. I know it sounds like a conspiracy theory, um, but listen to um, listen to Klaus Schwab uh, talking about how the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset people have infiltrated governments, including Trudeau's. Listen, but um what we are very proud of now is the young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, Brazil, of uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, rece- at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our actually young global leaders of the world economic forum that's amazing half of the cabinet in canada he claims is ours the world economic forum we've we've worked with them we've trained them so here's klaus schwab proud of it saying yes we penetrate the cabinets all right so here's what happened last week um, in Parliament, somebody brought up this tape and listen to this. I had a constituent that wanted no. me to ask a question yeah. about outside interference to our democracy. Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum, and he bragged how his subversive WWEF World Economic Forum has quoted infiltrated governments around the world. He said that his organization had penetrated more than half of Canada's cabinet. And I was wondering, in the interest of transparency, could the member please name which cabinet ministers are on board with the WEF's agenda? 
My concern is the deputy. Uh, order, order, order. I, I know he was. I know that uh, the member was in a, a really good, good question there, but the the, the audio is really, really bad, and the video is really, really bad as well. Um, and I and I and I apologize. I don't know if if the member. Okay, uh, let's let's uh, let's try again. The honourable the, the the honourable member for Timmins James Bay. Mr. Speaker, that member was promoting open disinformation. That's not debate. We have to call out disinformation. Uh, we're going to get into debate again. Huh. No, it, it's not disinformation. I just played the video for you. I just played the video of Klaus Schwab. Play it again, please. Here's Klaus Schwab. But um, what we are very proud of now is a young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, president of, of uh, Argentina and so on, so that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a rece reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our actually young global leaders of the world economy. Right. Form. Ha! What a wild conspiracy theory that shouldn't be discussed nor should anybody in parliament say who are those members of the cabinet because i mean who are you gonna believe <laughs> you're gonna believe you know schwab who runs the world economic forum you gonna believe him or are you gonna believe somebody who's like that's a conspiracy theory i think we all know this is the Glenn Beck Program.